Hello, traders and friends. I'm Elisa Levinson, and this is Are You Green? A daily review of the New York Stock Exchange with top news, top movers, and insights into my personal swing trading. Today is Tuesday, January 12th, 2021, and the day has been kind of flattish other than a market dump in the afternoon, but hey, I had some great sells. The S&P previous close was 378.69. It's now around 3 79.14. The XLK technology sector of the S&P 500 previous close was 129.68 and it's sitting now around 129. So the S&P 500 is green today, but the technology sector is actually in the red. And now the question everybody wants to know, are you green? Yes, I am very green. I had a lot of sells today with some of these stocks that I was holding quite a large size in. So not only am I very green, but I also now have a lot of cash on hand and it makes me very excited for what's to come in the next couple weeks. The top news to share today is around General Motors planning for the electric vehicle space, an IPO watch, top movers of course, and then my sells, sells, and more sells. And we'll go over that news and my personal trades when we return. Stay tuned. Today, there was still tons of news around our political environment in the United States and the technology crackdown on content, but I feel like we have all heard enough of that. So let's talk about General Motors. This is interesting because I have literally mentioned this stock a bunch of times throughout the last few months. I wish I could just like find those clippings and insert them here. I don't know how to do that, but I will go ahead and try to link them down below. GM announced today their final plans for Bright Drop. Bright Drop is going to be a new division focused on electric delivery trucks. So this new division only focused on electric delivery trucks is going to have its own department, its own production, etc. but of course under GM. It's going to be using GM's new Ultim battery, I think that's how you say it. And this is a special battery line that they are currently producing now in Korea. And they are actually building a billion dollar factory in Ohio to produce this battery at a lower price point. They already have their first customer lined up, FedEx. The first truck model is called EV600, and FedEx is already ordering 500 of those trucks. This new Bright Drop division is also creating an electric dolly that's going to work alongside these trucks in factories and with deliveries. They also have released their plans and pipeline for producing driverless cars by 2025. It is extremely impressive to see the infrastructure that they have built out to handle all of these new business divisions. They already own Cruise, a subsidiary which focuses on a driverless car business. And by 2025, they're gonna have 30 plug-in electric vehicle models, and it's gonna make up over 40% of the United States lineup. So that will be 40% fully electric for GM. 
Of course, Ford and other small electric vehicle, especially delivery truck startups, they really want to be in this space. But GM is in a very good position because of the infrastructure that they're building out along with their software. So BrightDrop is going to include a back-end software for commercial clients to manage electric vehicle fleets. This is brilliant because the software as a service model is proven to be extremely profitable. They're combining the sale of their product with this software that's going to provide them with year after year revenue, that subscription model that everyone is wanting to get a piece of. So it's really smart that they're building these two products together. And I'm excited where this company is going in 2025. So I'm definitely bullish on GM. Other exciting news is around IPOs being released this week. First off, we have Affirm. That is the IPO on the list with the largest valuation at $10.7 It's going to be traded under the ticker AFRM. And honestly, that's the most promising IPO I see on this list. Petco is going to be releasing their health and wellness brands on the market, as well as Poshmark going public, Playtica, and driven brands. There's also a whole list of other hot IPOs coming in 2021, most notably is Robinhood, and then Bumble and Roboblox, which I've been waiting for for a while. So we still have a lot of exciting IPOs in 2021, but I am excited to see what happens with Affirm, and I will be watching to see if there are scalping opportunities as this ticker kind of bounces around with the IPO. Speaking of bouncing around, let's look at our top movers. We have Hyundai HYMTF. This is down 12.42%. That's because they had a huge move up yesterday once Apple released conversations that they were possibly working with Hyundai for their electric vehicles. So this negative move is really just a balancing out. We had MIME Mimecast down 12.16%. This was due to news that their email security system got hacked into. Again, more of these complicated hacks around security softwares. And then we had a rebalancing of WD40, that's WDFC. I wanted to mention this as a top mover since we talked about how extended and high this ticker had gotten, and now it's down 5.64%. On the upside, the top movers today really worked in my benefit. We have FUBU up 20.8%, and that was a swing that I was holding, and I sold today. We'll talk about that. Plug, PLG, that will just not stop moving up. It's up 18.83%. It's crazy. And OSTK is up 17.6%. I'm also holding that for a long-term swing. So let's go into those personal trades. It was a really busy day for my personal accounts. The morning started off with FUBU, F-U-B-O. My average was $29.86, and it just filled those orders so fast. Unfortunately, I wish I would have held on to a little piece of this and really waited until it hit the 33 level. My highest order was at 32, and my average size in sale ended up being only around 31.58. 
This trade showed me where my strategy of sizing in and sizing out can hurt me sometimes because I had sales that were at much higher margins at that 32 level, but I also had sales that were a little bit lower because I wanted to be safe and lock in profits, especially with a ticker that went so far against me after I bought. So my average profit for this ended up being 1.7 points. I'm happy with that profit and glad I locked it in but just definitely a learning experience there. I also went all out on my big swing, that's B-I-G. I was getting concerned about this ticker because I was holding it for longer than I would have liked. My average was 46.70. I sold a very small piece of it at 47.74 for a little over plus one. The large majority sold at 48.70, making plus two. So I'll take the two points. Similar story with OSTK. My average was at around 59, and then I actually bought this morning at 52 when it had a huge drop off the open. It rallied incredibly today, and it ended up going through my sell levels at 60.84, so I made plus two on this sale. I also have targets up at 64.80. I'm still holding this. I was originally comfortable with this long-term swing and that's no different today. So I do have those targets up at the 64 level. And then this morning we had JKS. My average was 66.70. I actually sold a small piece of it yesterday. I forgot to mention it on the cast, but I was all out today for most of it at 68.70. My sell average was 68.20 and I made 1.5 on this. So a little over one point and I was pretty happy with that swing. I also bought a little bit more of Netflix today as it dropped. I bought 4.99 and then down at 4.90. My average is now 498. I'm not concerned with this ticker at all. I can let it continue to drop. I think it's already bounced a little bit from that 490 level, but I'm happy to hold this for a long-term trade. And then this afternoon, after JKS filled all my cells this morning, I saw a big drop and I went ahead and placed a buy level around a couple of pivot points at 64.45. So I'm now again in a JKS swing with a lower average and that is on a different trading account. So that's on my account where I cannot day trade. It's on my Robinhood account, which by the way, will be unlocked on March 5th. So looking forward to that. But my target is 67.25 and I have no problem holding this one. And I did go ahead and buy a little bit lower on the Facebook drop today. I bought a little bit above 251. It brought my average down to 256. Same with Netflix, I'm not concerned about this. With the kind of growth that we've seen in technology, the small pullback that we're seeing now should not concern you. So please keep in mind the larger picture and do not panic sell. Think about all of the people that panic sold back in April when they felt like coronavirus was going to cause a huge stock market crash and they panicked and they sold. Really similarly, looking at 2021 and the tech stocks. Yes, some of the tech stocks are overextended and we are seeing some profit taking and some pullback here. So you just don't wanna get involved in the panic with any pullback of these tickers.
the one stock that I do think is crazy overextended is Peloton, P-T-O-N. It's up another 1% today. What concerns me about Peloton is that they are all in on a new subscription model, forecasting that that is going to bring them up to the revenue that they need to be at the evaluation that the market is giving them. And I just don't know how successful that's going to be. In general, publicly traded fitness companies have not grown exceptionally well. So that's my concern there. That's not to say if you're holding long PTON, you should sell. It's just something to think about. And if that's something that you're looking to get into now, just be a little bit cautious and make sure that you have a plan because I do see the amount of profit that Peloton has made and their evaluation has a big disconnect. Yes, they are about to come out with a huge sales report based on Christmas 2020, but a lot of investors and analysts are saying that that's probably going to be the best that they'll ever do in sales, at least for the next few years. So that's something to think about. Thank you all for tuning in to Are You Green? I'm looking forward to trading with you all for the rest of the week, especially as I keep an eye out for stocks to buy since I've got that cash to spend. But make sure, cash or not, that you are really thinking about your trades before you execute them. So don't forget to plan your trades and trade your plan.